Another big day today on the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo free seminar stage. I'm Eric Pfeiffer, and this is the Hoosier Ag Today podcast for this Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. Good morning. I've got the latest Indiana farm news, weather, and market analysis all on the way, and it's brought to you by First Farmers Bank and Trust. They've been proudly serving local farms, families, and agribusiness for over 135 years. You can learn more about them online at ffbt.com. And all of the news in Indiana agriculture this week emanating from Grand Park in Westfield. It's the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo presented by Reynolds Farm Equipment and AgriFinancial. We're here. We'd love to see you stop by. There is some rain today in Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin's Indiana Farm Forecast. Sounds to me like the perfect day to make your way to Westfield and Grand Park for the free show. And Ryan will be here today to talk about his upcoming outlook for the planting season. So be sure to check that out on the seminar stage. We'll let you know what else is coming up on the show coming up here in the news. We'll also get that farm forecast from Ryan and we talk markets with Arlen Suderman, chief commodities economist with Stone X. He chatted with Andy Eubank about a turnaround Tuesday for the soybean market. That's on the way here on the Hat Podcast. The news is next. The land of the free is also the home of the hardworking. What if this is the year you take your farm operation to the next level? At First Farmers Bank and Trust, we're proud to serve the people who not only work until the sun goes down, but until the job is done. With over 135 years of commitment to agriculture, we'll find the solution that's right for your operation today and tomorrow. Visit ffbt.com to learn more. First Farmers Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Upgrading the technology on your farm. I'm Eric Pfeiffer, and this is Hoosier Ag Today. Day one of the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo, presented by Reynolds Farm Equipment and AgriFinancial, is in the books. The free seminar stage featured ag technology on the first day and was headlined by Indiana ag tech company Intellinair and Chad Colby from TV's This Week in Agribusiness. Colby, who will be back on the stage again this afternoon at 1230, says talking to farmers about technology is about pushing some of them out of their comfort zone. When you ask the group of people how many have automation in their combines and you got 100 people or 150 stand there and three people raise their hand, that means there's opportunity. And the same way with the smartphones, we all had a laugh when I asked how many people have a button on their iPhone and there were a lot. Well, when you see the information in black and white and have a discussion about why you should consider upgrading, makes you feel like you need to stop at the Verizon store after you leave the show here today. But the reality is that's what these shows are for. They're for learning and you guys have a lot of great opportunities here it's not just me that are speaking got a full schedule of other speakers as well it's more than just seeing good equipment here colby focuses on automation in his presentation which he says is the future of agriculture labor is the biggest challenge and if we can use automation and i don't mean jumping to john deere's fully autonomous tractor i'm talking about maybe buying the option for automation in your next combine or maybe you get that new phone that's got some some more features built in it that saves you some time maybe it's a new lawnmower because yours is 10 years old and you need some new technology or as you mentioned a sprayer drone whatever it might be on your farm automation for your grain dryer it could be anything I think the part of it is today is you got to plan more than ever, but you got to find that weak link on your operation. And events like this allow guys a chance to to think a little bit about where that next investment of money needs to go, 
on their farm. The Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo continues today. Again, Colby back on the seminar stage at 12.30 today, and we have much more to come as well. And here to talk about some of that is Gary Truitt. Who's your ag today's Gary Truitt, also the president of the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo. Running this thing, Gary, it's been some years now that we've had this thing, our second year at Grand Park, and it's going pretty well. I think we're finally figuring it out, Eric, and uh, we got a great Wednesday lined up, starting with free breakfast. So come on in at 8.30, get some free breakfast sponsored by uh, Unbridled Wealth, and then we're really focusing on Outlook on Wednesday. We've got the folks from Purdue Commercial Agriculture coming in, Jim Mintert and his crew, to talk about what fertilizer costs and input costs are going to look like in 2023. We've got great uh, market and Analysts from Mike Silver and John Zanker will be here to talk about the markets. And of course, Ryan Martin, our meteorologist, will be here to give us a planting 2023 weather forecast. So come on out, enjoy the show. And we have a ton of exhibitors here, Gary, over 115, if I'm not mistaken, out here on the floor. We sold out the show floor, but it's free for folks to come in. It's free for folks to park and come visit those exhibitors. And we've had good exhibitor attendance, and they are really engaging. It's a nice facility. Lots of wide aisles, a chance to talk to folks, not just get moved through and pick up a brochure, but really see this equipment. And we've got a huge combine, lots of good equipment, and a chance to talk with exhibitors and make your decisions for the coming year. And Gary, what else do folks need to know about this show? Looks like we might have some rain today, which gets folks out of the fields. They need to come on by, right? This should be a good show. Come on by. There's nothing else to do in the field. Best day of the show is always the second day of the show. Come on out. Lots of things to see and do. Lots of people to be here from across the state of Indiana. Come on out and see your friends. You'll have a good time. You can find more info at indianafarmexpo.com. We hope to see you out here this week at Westfield's Grand Park. I'm Eric Pfeiffer. Who's your ag today? Indiana's Farm Network. The High Ground Podcast. Everything from energy and fuel. And it's always like clean oil because most of my stuff leaks. So, yes. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. To agriculture. We go from the cute and cuddly phase to the not so cute and cuddly phase. You can cuddle with them at 290 pounds. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably against your will, I'm guessing. And, well, other things. He calls them all variable costs. That's bull. <laughs> <laughs> I think you meant to say that's yeah. fertilizer, right? Staying on topic, Lynn. Listen now on all platforms. I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin with Hoosier Ag Today with a look at your Indiana farm forecast. Here's what's going on. Major frontal boundary is knocking on the door and is going to be moving through the state today. Two surges of rain. The first one right away here for your Wednesday morning. We may take a little bit of a pause mid to late afternoon before a second surge comes up from the south overnight tonight and through the first part of tomorrow. These rain surges are going to give us anywhere from a quarter to one and a half inches of liquid precipitation. I do have some concern over the northern half of the state that we may see rain end as sloppy wet snowflakes. At this point, I am not looking for accumulation None at all, but I do think that we are going to be seeing those wet snowflakes before everything's done. Now, speaking of everything being done, it could happen as soon as mid to late morning tomorrow. There's a fairly significant dry slot working in here as the cold air takes control. However, we don't see a huge breakup in clouds lasting long term. Low pressure, which is spawning this frontal boundary, is getting cut off from the rest of the atmosphere and will slowly meander through the upper Midwest and the Great Lakes all the way from Thursday afternoon through the weekend. 
That means initially we probably don't see any precipitation to finish out the Thursday and maybe even start Friday. But from Friday night through Saturday and Sunday, I won't rule out light snow and flurry action popping up. It's going to be more of an issue farther north in Michigan, but I think the northern half of Indiana likely sees some of this as well. Cold air stays going into the start of next week. Maybe a slight temperature moderation for a Monday, midday, and afternoon. There is some moisture that comes through there at this point. I'm going to keep it wet snow. Liquid equivalencies are minor, a few hundredths to a few tenths, so I don't think it's a big deal. We'll keep watching it. Clouds are around through Tuesday, and then we clear out a little bit and get rather chilly to finish the week and head toward Christmas, when we may have another round of snow trying to develop here for the 23rd into the 24th. I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin. Harvest means early mornings, late nights, and long days in the field. While you're out there each day until the last pass is made and the job is done, know that your friends at Farm Credit Mid-America see your hard work and appreciate all of your long hours. We know that harvest is a busy season for you, but when you need a lender that can rise with you, give us a call at 800-444-FARM. This fall, we rise together, subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Farm Credit Mid-America is an equal opportunity lender. Have you ever considered a career in agriculture? There are dozens of agribusinesses that have opportunities to work in this exciting field. These are high-paying positions with on-the-job training and advancement. On December 15th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Grand Park in Westfield, Indiana, these companies will be on hand for the Indiana Ag Career Fair. Come talk with these organizations. Then walk the show floor of the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo and experience the world of agribusiness. December 15th, at Grand Park in Westfield. More details at indianafarmexpo.com. Turnaround Tuesday for the soybean markets, eliminating much of Monday's losses. I'm Eric Pfeiffer. This is the Hoosier Ag Today Tuesday Farm Market Review, brought to you by Seed Genetics Direct, the Eastern Corn Belt's fastest growing independent seed company. Visit seedgeneticsdirect.com for pricing and more information. Final numbers from Tuesday coming in just moments. First, let's get market analysis. Arlen Suderman is here, Chief Commodities Economist with StoneX. He chatted with our Andy Eubank on Tuesday. Arlen, some better than expected inflation data early in the morning that sent the dollar tumbling and many markets skyrocketing, equity markets included, and the ag markets also very strong, corn, soybeans, and wheat, although corn and wheat have fallen off of those highs. So explain how it all started and then where we went from there as far as the fall off. Well, it did all start with the inflation data that came out. And uh, when it came out, we saw the Dow Jones Industrial Average surge uh, over 900 points. Um, the stock market just going crazy. Uh, that's since reversed itself with the stock market uh, even showing some negative trading at times in the Dow. Uh, the S&P and the NASDAQ uh, still putting green on the screen most of the session today. Uh, the dollar breaking hard over 100 basis points today and that really helped provide tailwinds for the commodity sector. 7.1% year on year inflation at the consumer level. That's the headline number. That's what the trade is celebrating. That's down a couple of points from where we were in June and heading in the right direction. Wall Street seems to think that means that the Fed is going to pivot more dovish when it releases its statement tomorrow. 
I disagree with that. I think they're going to come down, I mean, raise their interest rate about 50 basis points rather than 75 basis points, yes. But I also think they're going to re uh, release a pretty strong statement indicating that longer term rates are probably going to end up higher than what the market anticipates and stay that way longer than what the market anticipates. So we could see a reversal of this. Uh, overall tendency as we get into Wednesday afternoon. That's something we're going to have to monitor. But for today, the weak dollar providing nice tailwinds for the commodity sector. What about soybeans? Mainly the weak dollar or something else at play there because the strength was upheld throughout the session? Soybeans are the strength of the grain and oilseed markets right now. And that's because of near-term demand from China. We're getting back up into that range of 1490 up into the $15 range where there's pretty strong resistance on the charts for the January contract. So it'll be interesting to see if we can actually penetrate through that area. I'm skeptical whether we can. We estimate that China needs to buy about another million and a half metric tons of soybeans to fill the gap ahead of the new crop Brazilian supplies. That'd be around 55 million bushels or so. Um, and I anticipate they're going to be a little bit more picky buyers here. Unless we break through that range, they're going to see if prices can drop back down again and they can buy the brakes to get that business done. They have what they need for December shipment. But nonetheless, it is providing some support. Uh, kind of a bunchy cord effect a little bit on meal earlier in the session, helping provide support for beans as well. Um, but overall, this market's feeling those tailwinds of a weaker dollar. What's the update on the China COVID situation? And I ask because China is so important with regard to demand, whether it be oil demand, obviously demand for soybeans and other commodities, that if things uh, from an economic standpoint don't look good there, markets here can tumble. Yeah, you know, I think there's two stories here. It's a short-term story and a long-term story. Now that the cat is out of the bag, so to speak, restrictions have been lifted. Uh, and, and part of the reason I think China did that was because they were losing control of COVID anyway. But they have lifted restrictions. People can travel anywhere within the country they want. No restrictions, no phone codes or anything like that. We're seeing a rapid expansion of COVID. And over 60% of the population is expected to have it by next month or have had it. And uh, right now the focus is on Beijing where we're seeing the biggest spread and that resulted in the uh, annual economic summit um, meetings that would they hold in December each year where they set their strategy for the economy for the coming year. Uh, Xi Jinping, the president of the China kind of leading that meeting and this is a key meeting because of the economic problems that China is now facing but that has been delayed indefinitely because of the rapidly rising COVID numbers as I talk to people in China seems like everyone now knows someone who has COVID or has, has had COVID and it's really moving through so near term we're going to see a lot of problems Healthcare has been challenged factories struggling to keep people working because they're at home self-quarantining, etc. Longer term, two, three months from now, once we start to build some herd immunity, I think we'll see a rapid economic recovery and demand for commodities, especially the energy commodities, and that could leave our energy prices moving sharply higher. Again, that's Arlen Suderman, Chief Commodities Economist with Stonex, stonex.com.
On Tuesday, March and May corn both down half a point, finishing at 653 and a half. January beans up 19 and a quarter, 1479 and three quarters, 19 higher on the March, 1484 and a half. March wheat down four, 750 and three quarters. In livestock, February live cattle gained a quarter, 156.35, and February lean hogs up 87 cents to 84.57. That does it for the Tuesday Farm Market Review and the Wednesday Morning Hat Podcast. Thanks for joining us. And again, we would love to see you here in Westfield at Grand Park for the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo presented by Reynolds Farm Equipment and AgriFinancial. We are talking weather on the seminar stage today. We are talking the economic outlook for 2023 with the Purdue folks. And we are talking markets with a couple of guys that you hear regularly on this podcast. John Zanker with Risk Management Commodities and Mike Silver from Kokomo Grain. They'll be chatting with Andy Eubank on the stage with their outlook for 2023 in the grain market. So be sure to join us here at Grand Park. You can find the full seminar schedule at indianafarmexpo.com. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. I'm Eric Pfeiffer, Hoosier Ag Today, Indiana's Farm Network.